0: Hey everybody, Jim here to let you know that what you're going to get here is a little bonus episode, something that we do on our Patreon. It's called the First and Best Podcast where I get together with somebody from the Get Fresh group and we talk about their first comic they ever read, the best comic they ever read. Maybe they're the same, maybe they're not. Whatnot, but go through that comic, see if they still like it, talk about when they first got it, things like that. But go through it like we do on the regular podcast. It's something that we do, and I'm doing more of. On the patreon so if you like what you hear you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science to get a lot more of that sort of thing and just to let people know because I I always say hey we do a lot of things but just so that you know in the past week like some of the things that we've done on the patreon I have a weekly comic book news podcast that i do me and stork from the besotted geek podcast network there we did a movie review of a nightmare on elm street that was fun i have an indie comics podcast this past week i did department of truth number two and teenage mutant ninja turtles the last ronin number one obviously something i mentioned on the Marvel deal a lot, the Marvel Patreon Spotlight, where we did Strange Academy 4 and Shang Chi number two. We have a bunch of Marvel stuff. We have a bunch of DC stuff, something that I did with Matt Razor, who I'm going to be joined with in just a moment for this podcast. We are going through All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder for our Best Worst Comic Book Show, a show kind of based on comics that really, really stink. And we we have a pop culture, podcast, just a bunch of things. But what I really want to tell you is if you go over to patreon.com slash weird science right now, being November 1st, you will end up being able to sign up. You won't get charged right away. And in fact, you wouldn't be charged until December 1st. But if you don't want to get charged, if you end up listening to some things, that's not for you. You can, you just quit before December 1st. You'll never be charged. So you can literally legitimately go through all of november listen to what we have going on and then you know quit and you'll never be charged so it's a free trial not really any sort of thing to worry about there and i think that we do enough good things that once you do get there you'll say oh my god you know this is pretty good but yeah just go check it out at weird science weird science patreon.com slash weird science I'll get it right someday. But, yeah, just enjoy this podcast. I really like doing it. I like to talk to other people about comics and what they end up doing. So I hope that you enjoy this, and I hope this might inspire you to go over to the Patreon again. All of the things for the – that will all be in the show notes as well if you want to go over. But thanks, and I hope that you do enjoy this. (laughs)
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first and best podcast here. I'm with Matt Razor. How are you doing, Matt? Pretty good. Happy to be here. Ah, great. And we're going to be talking here, Spider-Man number one from 1990, and it is the Todd McFarlane written and penciled Spider-Man number (coughs) one. And you picked this, and it's kind of a funny reason why you picked it. This is the first best type deal. And we kind of got, number you said, you do it. Okay. What do you want to talk about? And you were going through some things. And, and I did, you mentioned the Spider-Man number one. I said, that'd be pretty cool. But really, what is the reason
2: why we picked this one? I wanted to test the mic. Yeah.
1: He wanted to test his mic. That, that's pretty <laughs> much what it is. It, uh, <laughs> oh my God. I hit the wrong one. <laughs> testing his mic. But that's fine because you ended up picking this. And as a mic testing issue, It's actually pretty good because it is Todd McFarlane. So the art is a huge part of this, right? You end up having Todd McFarlane's art being like right in your face right away even. And the story itself with the lizard coming back from the dead, it seems twice in this. yeah. Uh, Yeah. And having Peter, it's actually a nice thing for me to jump into with you because of the idea, everything's kind of laid out. You have Peter and Mary Jane. They're married. You have a little bit with them. And it's not really a dense issue. So I could get through it uh, without any sort of problems. But I did like it. And I liked the art. But do you did you get this when it came out? Did you get it later? Oh, I got it when it came out. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people did. I mean, this thing sold crazy. And I see now that people kind of pish posh on Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man and and all that. And I remember when me and Eric started talking about comics, one of the things that he did mention uh, was this, this Spider-Man. He's a huge Todd McFarlane fan, though he never really talks about him. But he is a huge fan and he really was intrigued by the web the webbing of how Todd, Todd, McFarlane did it. And we were even talking before and you said, you know, that's pretty much the big thing of this, right?
2: Yeah. The webbing was, he, like I said, he was, he's been doing it in amazing Spider-Man uh, before mm-hmm. this, which, you know, 1988, 89, he's doing all that venom stuff. And he did it. He had a yeah. pretty long run on amazing Spider-Man um, introduced the webs. I mean, I'm just looking at this cover. That, yeah. How much extra time would that take to draw that? I just, know. Just that's it, just crazy stuff yeah,
1: going it, on in the cover. Of all the spiders—it's disgusting. And and that the thing that I like about it is at one point when you first see it, it, it to me it looks like barbed wire at first when you mm-hmm. see Spidey swinging, but that's because it's got to be sturdy. And I think that the big thing that got me here is he adapts the webbing to what he's doing. It seems like he's swinging through. You know the the cityscape, and it has to be that strong, almost like barbed wire look there. But then later, when he ends up getting him webbing up a bad guy, a thug or punk, as he says, it's just disgusting and icky, and and really makes it look like a spider had come to get this punk to, to eat him later. Uh, mm-hmm. But when we go into it, you do end up with a big thing, you know, New York City, you know, this old narration deal. You see some people, of course, there's a guy wearing a Yankees hat, so you really know it's New York City. And, like, you know, everything's going on, the congestion, the pressure, yet at some times they wish they could, and then says rise above it all. And there's Spider-Man swinging through. And I, I think that one thing that I got from this, that it, it's this I don't know with Todd McFarlane's art it makes it seem a little dismal like a little dark and dismal like everything's gritty right the mm-hmm. way he does it but he really wants to push that Peter is having a grand old time that as Spider-Man he's zipping around and and at by the end it almost seems like he's having too much of a good time he ain't paying attention to what's going down below uh as he goes but uh do you like this spider-man the spider-man that he ends up giving us
2: yeah i like it a lot i mean i think it the the what happens to him in this issue he gets beat down a lot throughout the entire arc not just the first issue and has to really you know like uh i need to reprioritize here i need to get get serious about what's going on you know i can't just be hanging out with mary jane all the time and he, actually, ditched, he actually ditches her. At the end. Really? <laughs> ah, Mary Jane. She spends Jane. like four, four or five Mary issues. Mary Jane. She spends four or five issues like club hopping, getting really? drunk, drunk, just wondering where he is. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Ah, that's, late. that's later Jane. on.
1: How to – stepping out, Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah, but Peter's going and you get the first thing that's going to happen here is just a mugging. Just a mugging that happens a punk. They say, you know, even Peter's like, hey, punk, this guy looks like he's 75. But he he's going in both of these, the guy and the gal there, just really, like, Spawn-esque, disgusting. Yeah, Spawn at.
2: and Batman, too. I think a lot of the alleyway yeah. stuff.
1: Yep, yeah. But, so, you end up having Spidey go down to, to stop this. And you go on. You tell us.
2: Yeah, and he just is basically just is – this, is this No Limitations <laughs> podcast?
0: What's that? Yeah, <laughs> is this is there there's No, no Limitations. limitations. Okay. You, there is did, No Limitations.
2: <laughs> he just, you know, he curses at him basically. He bends the gun. And then just webs the webs the shit out of him, you know, just yeah, he does leaves a little his nose so he can breathe, you know that's it, and then and, and even says
1: breathe through your nose, yeah breathe uh, through your you'll nose. get sick, and I do like when you have that quick deal where the the guy ends up getting pissed at spider man and starts open firing, and he seems to you know expel all the bullets, but yeah. you see that Peter has such good reflexes and says and i I like the idea that Todd McFarland is giving you narration plus you see that exact thing happening. He says, enhance reflexes, take care of the best. And then you get almost like the Andrew Garfield, uh, you know, amazing Spider-Man deal where he webs him up and he breaks the gun, all that sort of mm-hmm. deal. And then all of a sudden he goes off. So you're ending up at this is almost halfway through and Spidey's gone around. He's laughed it up and all this. But then all of a sudden you get what the real villain would be and you get these drums going. And yeah, it's the, just the voodoo, like, voodoo, doom, 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 doom. Yeah. doom. And you, you see the kind of the hints that it is a voodoo thing as well. And
2: you can reveal who it is. Um, it is. It's Calypso is the, yeah, is the yeah. main villain i don't know if she's actually revealed in this first issue or not as the name or whatever but
1: i don't think she is it's just when you see it you're like okay that kind of looks calypso like calypso and,
2: and i remember reading this as a kid so so back in time a little bit i'm 40 now so i was 10 when this came out mm-hmm. um i've been reading spider-man amazing spider-man i think some of that McFarlane stuff was the first issue i ever bought back in 88 or 89 and uh there was a little more lighthearted than this. This was definitely darker in tone yeah. and, and the look and feel of it than anything he was ever doing in Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. Um. So when I was reading this, I'm like, this is re- pretty violent, especially for a 10-year-old. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, because the, these drums are going. Yeah. And then the lizard rises,
2: and it's like, you know, rise. And it, it's horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, up until are- now, the lizard was... You know, a friendly guy in a lab coat that was friends yeah. with Peter. Like, he, he was harmless, basically. He was – you know, he's a villain, but – He was goofy. He was, yeah, he was goofy. Yeah, but this this villain, this this lizard's serious. I mean, he's going to yeah. bite your head off, you know. No and questions he eats rats. I
1: mean, who eats <laughs> rats? I mean, it's really? But yeah, and it just shows you when he comes. And I like that, too, because he rises – Of course, having the lab coat still on. That's the goofy thing of it. That makes me laugh. Uh, And while that's going on, Peter's talking to Mary Jane. But you see when we'll skip that for a second. You see when the lizard comes up, he's hungry. And it says, you know, he has a burning hunger. He needs to eat. And this is a a feral. This isn't just, you know, a a doctor, a professor that's going to go around. This is a feral beast that's been risen from the dead and goes to eat. A rat and then sees other rats, these guys that are, uh, you know, stealing TVs. It looks like uh, <laughs> through the deal, they're like looting this area, like the worst time ever to decide you're going to loot TVs. But in the meantime, Peter's talking to Mary Jane and. Peter had just gotten that, that thug and the thug who tried to kill him. And it's one of those where I get the idea where Peter is getting a little too complacent. Mm-hmm. He, he's getting a little too high on himself. He mm-hmm. mentions through this, like, I fought Thanos. Thanos Dr. I mean, the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. He's just going with it. And it's funny because it's like, Mary Jane listens. She keeps listening. She listens. And then he's like, you aren't listening to me. I'm like, oh, my God. Mary <laughs> Jane. But the, like you said, it, it's showing that maybe – they're getting a little too, you know, used to this routine. Where he's, Peter comes, he, he talks about himself. What's that?
2: He's not street level anymore. Like he's he's doing more cosmic villains and and the big yeah. guys. You know, he's he's losing touch with the the, the alleys, so to speak. I guess. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that really comes by the end. But then I like when it's like, "Yeah, Mary Jane, you know, I'm pretty good. I am awesome. And she's like, if you're awesome, I'm going to tickle you. Gucci, Gucci. She goes after him. I like that. I actually thought that was a funny thing because then when you turn the page, oh my, Mm -hmm. the the lizard just rips apart. Again, if you're a 10 year old, pretty scary. Pretty scary deal. Like, I mean, oh my god, these mouse, comics. You know? Yeah. Oh, and that yeah. tongue, it's a very venomous tongue. Yeah. Uh when he comes out. But yeah, and it's like life can be unfair. I'm like, no, these guys were stealing TVs. They they walked into it. I even say at the end, you see Peter and he has a newspaper. It's like, oh, those poor souls. I'm like, no, no, no. They they were stealing TVs. But they end up in there showing <laughs> you what's gonna end up the power of all of this and more the power of Calypso, I guess, then. Actually, the lizard, because the one of the guys he just unloads, he seems to kill the lizard. Oh, but he's dead. He yeah, he's is, dead. But yeah, he's not, yeah, he was yeah, never he's really done. alive to begin with, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like a zombie lizard because of the voodoo stuff. But it, it's a weird thing at, at the point. I'm telling you, the first time reading, I'm reading and a doom, doom, doom. I'm like, okay, I wasn't really getting the idea that he was – it's like – and he rose. I just thought the drums were like symb- – I don't know what I thought. I guess all of a sudden he comes. But then when he gets shot here and dies mm-hmm. and then comes back the next page because then it's like, oh, he's dead, but here we go. Prick the finger blood into this, you know, vase deal, this urn. And all of a sudden, doom, doom, doom. And he rises again. And he is bloody as shit, as we Ugh. said, with no limitations. Yep. He is disgusting. And again, he hasn't said anything. Nope. It, this isn't like, you know, the lizard is like, you guys, I'm going to eat you. You assholes. yeah no. Usually you can't eat- shut him up.
2: Like he talks yeah, a lot. He's you know. not
1: saying anything. <laughs> he is just trying to eat and he ends up going after I like the, these two guys are running then from this whole deal. Like, thank God I had that gun. Now we're safe. Let's run. Oh, no. And they're just done. And mm-hmm. one thing that makes me laugh because you see it here as well. You, you brought up something that I thought was pretty funny because then I realized that you were
2: uh Right. About alleyways in these comics. Oh, it's such a, it's such a, it's such an easy thing to fall back on, but they don't exist. I'm just saying, they, yeah. they, they, they don't exist in Manhattan anywhere, unless it's Brooklyn no. or something. But I don't think it is.
1: Yeah, if it's Manhattan, there are no alleyways. You, yeah. you don't have them. I even said to you right away when you said, "I'm like that makes sense because that real estate's prime. You're not going to waste." You know, prime real estate with this. If you're going to have anything, they're going to build uh, a bodega right in between these right two buildings yep. to yep. have things like they always do. So it is kind of a funny idea of, you know, always running through the alleyways like this. But yeah, he comes back, he chases these guys as Peter gets up the next day. And again, it's almost like now that you told me, spoiler, you, you cheer. I'm joking. <laughs> when you told me that Mary Jane and them, you kind of get that because Peter is not paying attention and even when she is listening and he's like you're not listening she was but he's just like all concerned with himself and Mm -hmm. he's gonna go out save me the paper but really he even thinks like man it'd be pretty cool you know going and do this i everybody should be able to swing through the skies like me at one point even talking about how he might have some cash uh, problems you know all Mm -hmm. this and uh but when you're swinging around the above the city Everything's great. Everything's fine. Everything's lovely. And uh, even thinks about capes, which made me laugh. Like, yeah, how does Thor do it? And and what made me laugh is he's like, yeah, I don't have capes because I wouldn't do these cartwheels, mid-air cartwheels. And then he's like, I wonder how Thor manages. And I th- thought to myself, who else has capes? Like, capes aren't a real huge thing. Like, you have Doctor Strange, obviously, has yeah. his deal, but not a real big thing at Marvel. They're really. bigger in PC for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah and it made me laugh, like thinking I never really thought that against each other of what's going on, yep. um but yeah y you, you have him swinging around, he's loving the things while down below where he should be street level, but he's getting a little too high on himself. You end up seeing this guy, Ralph Dill, and, and the description of this not quite matching the the art because he's like, <laughs> his name's Ralph Dill, he likes taking the back way again, an alley. A huge alley, too. And dirty as shit. Uh, you know, Disgusting. he wants to save seven minutes. This poor guy just wants a coffee and a jelly donut. Now, do you do you drink coffee? Not really, no. Oh, look at you. Do you <laughs> drink the tea? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm
2: a five-hour energy guy, believe it or not.
1: That's, that's like Tanya.
2: Well, do you ever <laughs> dip
1: a jelly donut into your five-hour energy? Definitely I, not. It, yeah. I don't like coffee with donuts. I don't like it. You know what my problem is? It's almost to me like the idea of drinking orange juice after brushing your teeth. I don't like the mixture of like... I end up having my coffee. I drink it black now because of that whole Whole30 freaking nonsense. But I, if I eat a donut and then drink a coffee, the 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 combo of like super sweet and then it throws me off. Eric sits there. He's dumping
2: powdered no. donuts
1: into coffee and stuff. I hate it. It, no. it drives me insane. I eat my donut. Then I drink my yeah, coffee. Yeah, the coffee, this guy-
2: coffee, you have to drink it. By itself, no food involved. Yeah, that's yeah. how I do
1: it. I don't. Yeah. I don't like adding food. Now it, I'm sure that Mark Jagger is going to yell at us and tell us, you know, that some sort of cookie will be good. But I don't believe that. And and so with this though, jelly donut in a coffee that throws me off. I, you could have those like plain cake donuts. It should have been a bagel, yeah, maybe. You know what's weird? New too? York. Uh, this is off on a tangent here. The idea <laughs> that you dip those plain donuts and you dip it in if it is black coffee that's not going to add to the flavor right it's black coffee no i don't understand even if it has cream and sugar you, you're what are you doing are you trying to get the coffee to taste sweeter <laughs> or are you trying to get the donut to get shittier i don't know how do you it's nonsense. <laughs> it's not sense but we don't it know is. if he's dipping it or not so let's just say he's not i mean for the benefit this of guy death, this guy looks like an asshole I think he, you don't even get to see him. Well, here's the thing. He's cutting through the alley. to cuts seven minutes off his time because he wants his coffee and jelly donut. Again, not a great
2: combination. Though I did I mean, have – He's a little overweight. He needs to be worrying about some other things, I think. That Re, is true. priority he's
1: walking. And yeah, it is New York. At least they have but he, that. You but he's know, taking a shortcut,
2: around. though, so it makes it
1: even worse. That's really – well, that's who you go and get. The guy who wants the jelly donut will always know the shortcut, right? <laughs> he, he's jumping fences and all that stuff. So he's going down there. And it says he's saving seven minutes. Oh, you're right. He's gluttonous. <laughs> he's just shoving it down his mouth. Yeah, yeah, as easy as
2: possible. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Then he says, it says, because it's bright and there aren't many shadows. Now, uh, Todd, you better look at what you're drawing because it looks like it is. I'm guessing because of the very back. Luckily, we have that very back. I was saying five. Yeah. I think it's exactly 5 a.m. This yeah. guy's working early. There's huge shadow, huge shadow of him. Not for long, though, because the lizard comes out and eats him. Yep. ain't no jelly donut in his future. And I love the ending of how this is set up. And I'll tell you, this one issue, I can't say is a satisfying story, but I like what you're getting to get the tone. I think it's one of those where it's a number one. You have Todd McFarlane writing and, and drawing. So you want to get a tone, and you do, because especially at the end where you have Spider-Man, Going around, it's like he swings above it all, the hero of youth, lost in thought of over what needs to be done today. And then you see the lizard, where at mm-hmm. this point he is still kind of vicious, but it's starting to look more like the traditional lizard. Uh, before it really was looking like crazy horrific deal. This still is, but at least you kind of get a little cartoony deal, and you get the head a little deal, and it says it crawls below, waving. Hungering for a hero that swings above
2: it all, soon it will feast, and you have the doom, doom, doom down yeah, the middle. Yeah, I think I think you still don't know if it's Kurt, Doctor Connors, yeah, in there Kirk, or not. Yeah. You don't know if it's if he's in there yet. I don't think that's hundred percent revealed. No, no, that he's yeah. just full beast mode right now. You know, and it would
1: be funny if I was like, "Hey there, what's going on?" But yeah, he yeah. seems pretty feral at least, and. What I like about it, thinking about it going forward, and I said we we can certainly go forward with this. I would like to continue with this. Yeah, sure. I think it's a pretty cool story. uh the idea of is this almost like a and you know because you've you've read it I don't uh, but was it like that's kind of what happens when you're brought back, or was it the whole Calypso deal? She wants it like that, but yeah i'm I'm intrigued to see it. I do really do like the art, I think the art is is really good. Uh gritty like that.
2: It's nineties. Yeah. It's Todd McFarlane, but did you read this digital? You're reading it digitally, right? Obviously. I'm reading so. it digitally, yeah. So when this um, on my copy, uh probably the same one you're looking at, the it's not very dark. No. So, so when you some of the pages didn't it didn't come out right. Like so when I bought this thing oh, the pages I, I are gonna, super yeah. black. Like the ink okay. like it, it was um a little higher price. I think it cost a dollar seventy five back then. Okay and, and the quality of the comic was much better than what you're getting anywhere oh. else.
1: Ralph Dill, that page, yeah. has some blocked out things yeah, so, that didn't so quite make the deal. That's all yeah. black.
2: It's supposed to be all black. You're not supposed to yeah. see those weird blacked out things. I don't know yeah, what that is. Yeah, it is weird. It's not a great conversion. No, it's digital, not a good but. conversion at all because it's, it's it's very black and very dark. And, and the page, is it's, it's like uh, much higher quality stuff.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So it was a extra extra price. And boy, it it's yeah. sold. Well, it sold yeah, so, so much. I want to talk about that because
2: okay. it's annoying because... It came in a bag. It was like polybagged mm-hmm. bagged or whatever, which was super annoying, because then if you really want to read it, you have to open it. And yeah, then, I don't like doing yeah, shit. It's just like that. nonsense. And I don't think it had a card in it yet. I don't think they were doing the trading card nonsense. Really? Yet. But um yeah, it came in a bag. Uh and it just it just was one of those I think it sold, I was I wrote it down two point six five million copies. Yep. Which yeah. is a yeah, lot. That's
1: insane.
2: And then and then X Force came out. Which is Rob L- L- Liefeld, right? L- yep, yep, Three point nine million. That came yeah. out in August of nineteen ninety one. And
1: not we have a podcast. Then you yeah. get all these people.
2: <laughs> I mean, it was great. But yeah, that's that's insane. And then, and then, then how much did Jim, and, Lee, Jim, Jim Lee? Yeah. Jim Lee came around and did X Men, which was seven point five million. And there and were like five crazy, covers on yeah. that one. It was yeah. with different trading cards. It was out of control. So
1: crazy, so yeah. crazy.
2: And and I know that a lot of times,
1: sometimes jokingly. The those three kind of laugh at each other. Rob Liefeld's not one to laugh, though. Yeah. He he throws it out there like bullshit. But I've seen Jim Lee and Todd McFarlane uh, laughing about like the idea where Jim Lee one tweet or something was like, "Yeah, I was gonna go back, you know, for at least a cover, uh, an issue to you know sell ten million and, and get that company out of the deal." It's funny because that's insane. Yeah. I mean, those three comics right there sold more than probably some of the well, you know, the whole year of things. It, it's insane.
2: Yeah. If historically you look back at it, I look at this comic, I was thinking about it as the reason the image even exists. Because yeah. Because what happened was, I'm sure Todd was getting a little restless. He wanted to, he wanted to, to use a, use his creative uh, yeah. influence a little more. So they're like, yeah, you know what? Take a Spider-Man. You can write it. You can draw it. No big deal. Then it sells like crazy. And he's like... Wait a minute, uh, two hundred, million. I'm just making 100 grand or whatever yeah. he's making, you know? So I think they realize and then, and then X-Force comes out, X-Men comes out and they're like, we don't need Marvel. We'll do it yeah, ourselves. It's,
1: it's kind of funny that the, those three happened to go off with some others to make image, which yeah. in, in the deal back then. Isn't that pretty much like the, you know, Kickstarter of that time? You know, we could do this together. We'll just go and, and do that. And then they, they freaking went through Yeah, the it roof had to be that. done. I
2: mean, it, it, if, if this if this had never been done, if image had never been created, it would be a totally different comic book industry right now yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah. you need it for sure. And,
1: and it's funny. Like you said, they gave him creative control of this. He was writing and uh, drawing it. Uh, But there is like, don't sit there and think image was formed because I want to do my own stuff. And that's all it was. I mean, they did see those those copies being sold and thought, screw this. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah, Yeah, you even have, and not everybody had that deal that I heard that Grant Morrison had with his X-Men that he was getting like half of each copy or whatever you know in price and, mm-hmm. and really raked it in uh but yeah this was pretty good what would you give it if you rated it
2: if i i mean looking back on it now i pr- just as a single issue you're talking right a single issue yep uh eight eight I, yeah. that's what i i was just gonna say and it, it's really it an eight it's really because of the art i mean like you you, if yeah. you could just look at that just the cover alone alone has like spawned so many takes on that is, same cover is that a pun
1: was was that a pun that it spawned so many No it, it, it's a good one though I didn't even think about it yeah cuz there's yes. some
2: spawn covers he did a spawn cover that looks like this for sure Yeah he did a yeah, black, it's an he awesome did a black cover. costume uh, cover later on in his Spider-Man run there was a black costume version of this Yeah, yeah um, it's one
1: of the it's an iconic cover it, yeah, it's, it's crazy I yeah, love What is
2: it. what is he doing though like what's he doing there it really was, is he taking a shit hey, He, he looks know? like he's you know trying to get <laughs> some flies
1: I don't know at points he's in the web and then the web's around him I don't know he's just hanging yeah, that's what I mean, Spidey does. I probably, to hang. I
2: probably would instead of that, I would have probably used the the first thing where the 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 first page where he's flying through the sky as the cover. Yeah, maybe yeah that's set. actually pretty awesome. And yeah. and
1: you you get the deal where when he's flying through, that is the trade cover. So they they even thought like, yeah. oh, you know what, that's pretty good. And and that on the black deal. Oh, that looks great. Uh, looks awesome. It yep. looks so good. Oh even even the back cover looks pretty cool uh with lizard attacking spider though spider man there has giraffe neck I see or whatever. But yeah, you you end up with this being really good. I liked it. I'd give it an eight because like you said, it's the art. You're getting the sense of what's going on, what the Spider Man's gonna be about. The story hasn't really kicked in yet. It is all set up to get to the next bunch of issues. But we'll continue that whenever we can and whenever you can. But thank you for joining me no problem. for this a podcast. And we see that your mic works. So that's the other big thing because we're going to be doing the game show, the trivia Contest a night deal. It is still coming. I have a but. I you should see well, the sound effects. I've heard them. You've been playing You've been tonight. playing. Have, you've, yes. been, you've been dropping them. So in. many. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. And I got Yep. Yeah, and I'm I'm waiting for Eric to verify that he's definitely going to do it. He kind of seemed intrigued. He mentioned, but yeah. So anybody who wants to be involved in the trivia, we had the thing set up before on the Patreon, but not a lot of people. End up reading the actual Patreon page, yes. I think. So I want to put it out there. If you want to be involved in the trivia night, uh, yeah, let me know. And if you want to go Marvel, you're going against Matt right away.
2: Yeah, I'm by no means I'm no by no means some kind of whiz, but I do like to do it, and nobody I can't find anybody in in real life that'll do it. So yeah, and I like doing it because <laughs> I I said I get to get the questions and I
1: seem like I'm smart. It's like that whole deal. Like Alex Trebek is the smartest guy ever because he has the answers. I'm just going to play that up. And so we'll have that going on. uh, But let me know and then we'll do that. And it'll be pretty cool. Are you going with multiple
2: choice or you just got to, Pull it out of your ass. It would what you probably doing?
1: be a combo. I, okay. I, I want to have different rounds and, and things like that. And and what's weird is it's only a podcast, so there's no visual, but mm-hmm. I want to have visuals. It won't make any sense. Actually, that's a joke, but uh, some of the things might even be. Eric Shea trivia, things like that. So we're going to have some crazy stuff. And no like cheating, no, no, well. no cheating involved. No, Honor's no, sister. and that, that's the deal. Yeah, we, you can't sit there. If I hear typing yeah. <laughs> going on, then there's trouble. And there's going to be a time, you have to have a time limit because you can't let it just, you know, five minutes. And don't ask me to repeat the questions. I'll kill you. Actually, you can. But and, we'll, I mean, we'll to make
2: Integrating some show trivia or... You know, checking to make sure people are listening to, you know, yeah, your- yeah,
1: yes, that's the important part, yeah, and wrong turn trivia I actually <laughs> have and and for one of them, I actually have a wrong turn game, we never played, we have it, so I could even do that. I could take I think I have like ten questions i so ten episodes, we could have the bonus round what would Bron Tern say too? So oh, that like would be the Howard fine. Stern
2: thing, ask the questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It. It'll yeah. be good. So right.
1: we're going to do that. Let me know. And Matt, thank you for joining me. I look forward to getting to the next issue as we go through this. Anybody else who wants to join me for a podcast, let me know, because I am always up for that. And we will talk to you later. Later.